0: Hi, my name is Cole Tracy, newly signed kicker for the Seattle Dragons. Welcome to XFL Extra, the XFL Board Podcast. Are you ready? Are you ready?
1: Are you ready for some more XFL? Welcome back to XFL Extra, the podcast brought to you by xflboard.com. I'm your host, Mark Nelson, and this is our 16th podcast. In this episode, we will introduce three guests. First, we will hear from Cole Tracy, a place kicker who has just been put on the roster of the Seattle Dragons in time for their upcoming training camp in January. We will talk about how Cole's patience was rewarded when he heard he would become a member of the Dragons. Then we will talk to Scott Daly, a long snapper currently on the roster of the New York Guardians. We will hear about Scott's journey from Donner's Grove, Illinois, to Notre Dame, and then to two consecutive startup leagues. First, the Alliance of American Football, and now the XFL. Finally, we will talk with Jeremiah Spicer, a linebacker whose persistence got him an invite to an XFL Summer Showcase in Los Angeles and drafted to the XFL Wildcats training camp roster. However, the Wildcats have now waived him. We will hear about his plan to continue his quest for a pro football career, and discover there is no quit in Jeremiah Spicer. I call this podcast the ins and the outs. It's about players who are constantly battling to be part of a roster, and not to be out of pro football. There are 48 days until XFL kickoff. Let's get started. I'd like to welcome Cole Tracy to the podcast. Cole was a standout kicker for LSU, and he has now been picked up by the Seattle Dragons of the XFL. Welcome, Cole.
0: Thank you very much. I am uh, happy to be here.
1: Great. You know, I appreciate you taking uh, this call because I know you're very busy right now preparing and getting uh, things settled because you'll be heading off to the Dragons training camp in Houston after right after Christmas. Is that right? Yeah,
0: yeah. It, uh, things are going to move pretty quickly, but um, I'm I'm excited.
1: I'm sure you're excited to be picked up by the Dragons because you've been waiting for this type of opportunity for for some time. Or you've been trying to, trying to get uh, this opportunity to happen, haven't you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's definitely a, re- a relief. It's um, been a long time coming, but I'm excited for. This opportunity, very grateful for this opportunity, and uh, looking forward to to getting work.
1: You attended a summer showcase in Long, at Long Beach State in June, didn't you?
0: I did. Yep. Yeah. I um, I'm from California, so they have uh, the showcases all across the country, and and uh, that was one that,
1: that I attended. And then you were invited to the XFL draft in October as well, weren't you? Yep, that's correct yeah I remember that draft and I remember uh watching the picks and uh and then of course the fifth round of the picks uh was uh-huh. was where kickers would probably be chosen. They kind of went silent, and so my understanding is you were waiting to hear your name tweeted or waiting for a phone call at that point in time
0: yeah it was uh it was tough um it's kind of hard to hard to track all the picks, so I had my sister. <laughs> Sister on her computer. I was on my computer trying to figure out um, kind of which kickers were going where, and and there were a few teams that didn't end up drafting kickers, so uh, kind of a little bit little bit of confusion there. But um, I'm just happy that happy for this opportunity, and and um, very thankful for Seattle for for taking me.
1: So the opportunity finally came, but you just had to wait. Just had to be patient and wait for it.
0: Yeah. I mean that's something that that um, I've been told about this process numerous times is is especially for a kicker. It's a little bit different than a position group, uh, offense lineman or something like that. Um, it's definitely a journey and, and a tough road, but you kind of got to stay ready and and stay um, kind of kind of in it um, for as long as you can until possibly a, an opportunity jumps up and. That's exactly what happened. Um, went through the NFL season kind of watching um, watching the workouts and the and the waiver wire and all that uh for the NFL season and unfortunately nothing came there but uh just like I said was just staying ready as much as possible and, and um got a call yesterday.
1: Well, congratulations. Uh, it's good to hear that you got the call. You know, uh, in the, when the October draft was on, I was, uh, on XFL board. I had some messages from your family members asking, asking about the picks because of the, uh, they were trying to find out if there had been some picks with the name Cole Tracy on it. Uh, Oh, yeah. After that, I was interested to keep an eye on you and see whether you were gonna get an opportunity or not because I knew so many I knew so many people were behind you in in your career.
0: Yeah, I'm very fortunate to have a have a great support support system. Um family is, is all in it. Um they'll probably attend just about every game. Um and then all the assumption and, and the massive L S U crowd has has been been behind me since day one, so very thankful for all that.
1: So did you grow up in Southern California?
0: I did. I, I grew up in Southern California. Um, out of high school, didn't really get a whole lot of um, Division One offers, so I, I decided to uh, go where I was wanted and, and found a great home in Assumption College in Worcester, Massachusetts, uh, Division Two school. Uh, attended Assumption for four years, um, Redshirted in my freshman year, so I was able to gain a year of eligibility back. And kind of once I concluded my career at Assumption, I decided to explore transfer possibilities, ended up getting a, a few Division One offers, and, and decided on LSU.
1: You had one season at LSU?
0: Yeah, just one season.
1: But it was an awesome season.
0: It was. It was very fun. It was, um, it was adjustable champions, 10-3, and 3, um, not as good as they they are now, but um, it was it was once in a lifetime
1: so after lsu you set your sights on an nfl career and you had some free agent tryouts yeah and then yep. you re- then you remained unsigned and you waited for an opportunity
0: yeah exactly um i went to i was invited to the senior bowl combine um all of that and um, didn't end up getting drafted or, or picked up. Had some mini camp invites. So I was with, um, Green Bay and then back down to New Orleans. So, um, even though it was only for a few days, I felt like I gained a lot just from those, you know, tr- just being in the building of an NFL organization and kind of seeing the expectations. So, um, between that and, and that and my time at LSU, I, I definitely learned a lot, um, kind of about the whole process and how it works.
1: It's probably beneficial for you to be at in those uh, organizations and having eyes on you and having people, you meet people and they get to see what you can do.
0: Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, kind of just the connections that, that you make there. I think that played a large role in me going to Seattle. Um, I know there's some, some guys on the staff that were at LSU when I was there, and, and I know a lot of the, the coaches know my former coaches, so I think there was a lot of dialogue between – uh, Seattle and LSU leading up to um, the waiver
1: claim. So what do you know about the Seattle Dragons?
0: Um, I, I, know, I know a decent amount. My family is actually um, from Seattle, uh, from the state of Washington. Uh, I was the only one in my family born in California. So, I mean, we grew up um, going to Seahawks, Seahawks games and grew up a Mariners fan and, and Husky fan, so it's kind of like my second home. So um, I've been following them pretty closely. I'm excited to to join their organization and and kind of develop that culture in Seattle.
1: Yeah, it's interesting to hear that you have roots or some roots up in Seattle. So uh, I'm sure that'll play out well in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We're uh, we're looking forward to it. It's funny, kind of how how everything works out that way. You know, you go to go from California to Massachusetts, and then kind of start inching your way back um, and end up in Louisiana and now i'm finally coming back to the west coast for once so um i know, know my family is excited about the shorter uh, flight
1: yeah i am sure they are little be it'll be great to have your family behind you at those games well i'd exactly. like i'd like to wish you all the best in the upcoming training camp and i know thank you very much i know you're going to do well and we look forward to seeing you kicking for the dragons come this February thank you thank you I'd like to welcome Scott Daly to the podcast. He's a long snapper, currently on the roster of the New York Guardians of the XFL. Welcome, Scott.
2: Thank you for having me, Mark. Very excited to be here.
1: Well, great. So you just finished uh, the first mini camp with the Guardians, did you?
2: I did. Yeah, we just uh, just wrapped up right now. I'm actually uh, getting ready to uh, board a flight back home and uh, going to have a little time off to spend with my fiance and my family, and uh, just had a, had a tremendous time with the guardians it was it was great just to be able to um, get to know the guys get to know the coaches get acclimated with the whole uh franchise and organization over there and have nothing but great things to say about it we have a really special team over there and just excited to uh get back at it and uh, training camp
1: well i'm glad to hear that things are going so well uh, it's it's nice to hear that is is minicamp about meeting the coaches and bonding as a team is that what it's all about
2: i, th- I think it's definitely part of the process i think it's uh, definitely a piece and they uh in a long uh, process of, you know, being able to get that whole camaraderie down, just get the whole comfortability. Obviously it's, it's a little bit different uh, from being with an NFL team where you have a, a good foundation and you have, uh, everything set up where with us, like we're getting our office set up, we're getting our locker room set up. We're trying to get situated with our practice facilities and where we're going to be at for the next three to four months. So it's definitely a learning process for all of us, but I think uh, I, I can speak for the entire team in saying that we've done a really good job with the acclimation process and, kind of just you know taking it one day at a time and uh kind of growing as, as uh together as as a um, um entire team and uh yeah just trying to make this as uh, smooth as possible so you sound very
1: positive about your experience which is nice to hear now when you first joined the guardians the mini camp, what was your first impression
2: uh i kind of went in with an with an open mind uh obviously i uh kind of knew what to expect uh, coming from the AAF last year with the San Antonio commanders and kind of knew what to expect with the startup league. But again, like every experience is different and every situation is going to be different. So I just went with an open mind and uh, was very, very impressed just with the first class organization from the front office to the coaching staff, to how they've been running things. And uh, they've they've definitely done a great job of making us feel welcome and allowing us, uh, putting us in position to uh, be very successful and to to be able to compete for that championship.
1: You mentioned that you were with the San Antonio commanders. So it's kind of, it's actually kind of interesting. This is your second time going into a brand new team in a brand new league, isn't it?
2: It is. Yeah. I think it's definitely very unique for a lot of guys. And, uh, I'm just very, very grateful. It's definitely not, not the path that I expected to go down, uh, when I started to, uh, start off with my professional career, but it's definitely been a tremendous, tremendous experience. Uh, I was very lucky to, uh, to be with the organization in san antonio we had a great coaching staff great team and it was just a awesome experience and uh, I, I expect no, nothing less with this uh group here with the new york guardians and just really excited to uh get back at it in training camp and uh see how we do down the stretch
1: yeah it's funny you should mention that I, i'll bet you when you i bet you some of the same faces are in this uh, team as they as you saw in the aaf Is that right
2: yeah, definitely, and it was, uh, it's kind of nice. Uh, we actually have a few uh, familiar faces. Uh, we have a lot of uh, uh, ex-San Antonio commanders on the Guardians, so it was kind of nice to be able to step in day one and uh, know some guys and know some former teammates as well. So it kind of made that transition process a little bit smoother, but after the, the uh, first couple of days, I've been able to bond with the guys and, and make new uh, friends and teammates and, and be able to you know jump right into it.
1: So when did you first become interested in the XFL?
2: Honestly, uh, so I heard rumblings about it actually when I was preparing for, uh, the AAF last year, I had heard uh, news about Vince McMahon giving his big press conference and talking about the reemergence of the league. And thought it was very interesting. I didn't really know a whole lot about the first XFL as I was only in first grade when it came out and, uh, just was just very, very young to follow it. Uh, but, uh, and then once the AAF folded, uh, I started to hear more about it as, as time went on and, um, then was notified uh, from Eric Galco that I got an invite to the St. Louis showcase in July. So went down and did that, was able to do well, well enough to uh, get drafted by the New York team. And uh, yeah, just, just definitely enjoy my experience uh, since day one. And uh, yeah, just very, very intrigued and very excited to be able to be a part of the the first season for the XFL 2020. And uh, we definitely have a special group, and it's going to be a very, very fun experience.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for you as well. With the Guardians, it sounds like it's going to be a good team there. Now, one thing I wanted I wanted to ask you about is it's it's really hard for for a young footballer to get a a professional playing career nowadays, isn't it? It's it's
2: there's a challenge, right? Oh, no doubt. I mean, like obviously everyone has those dreams and aspirations, but um, you know everyone's path and journey is different, and uh, some have it a little bit tougher than others. And you know, it's uh, definitely part of that journey where uh, you're able to make the most of it. And, uh, I've just been, you know, just enjoying it, uh, one, one day at a time. Cause I never know when it's going to end. And, uh, I'm just trying to um, go as far as I can, wherever that that may be. And right now, my, uh, my path, and my journey is here and I'm just um, enjoying it, you know, taking it for, for what it is and just trying to do my best, put my best foot forward and uh be able to put the best film out there to show that I'm one of the best. And hopefully we'll be able to uh, take that next step to the NFL.
1: Exactly. Now, I read online because I, I, read, I read your bio, of course, um, and you talk about your journey to pro football and hopefully your journey to, to the NFL, which is probably what every young footballer is hoping for. But I read that you began specializing as a long snapper
2: when you were in grade five. <laughs> That's right. Uh, i Yeah, it was more along the lines of I started snapping when I was in fifth grade. So I started playing football in fifth grade and didn't really think much of it. Uh, I was really the only kid that really could throw the ball back there uh, halfway decently. And um, again, didn't think much of it. I just kind of did that uh, throughout my football playing career. I was actually more concentrated on baseball. I thought I was going to play college baseball at at the uh, collegiate and professional level as it was my first sport, and my first love. And, uh, just kind of went along with it. And then my sophomore year in high school, my sophomore head football coach, Mark Wiggins, who was actually a kicker at Illinois state kind of had an eye for specialists and, uh, was able to, um, see, uh, definitely like like raw talent uh, in terms of that position where um others may overlook it so uh he kind of pulled me aside at practice one day and said hey if you take this seriously you could definitely snap in college and I said I don't really think that's a possibility I'm just gonna continue on my on my baseball path and he goes no no seriously let, let me send you to this one camp and uh just like see 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 what happens and so I was hooked up with Chris Rubio Chris Rubio long snapping and Uh, Went to my first camp and was actually ranked the number four long snapper for my class in the entire country. So it definitely made me step step back a little bit and reconsider uh, my uh, sports paths and decided to go all in on long snapping and football and took it very seriously. Followed Chris uh, all over the country and he was able to take my talent to to the next level and uh, was able to get uh, very fortunate to get offers from Northwestern and Notre Dame and was able to commit to Notre Dame, played four years there, uh, did very well and had a tremendous experience there and was able to, uh, after college, sign with the Dallas Cowboys, sign with the San Antonio Commanders, and that's what ultimately led me here.
1: I think people would just love to hear your journey from uh, a young uh, footballer to where you are now. Now, uh, going back, you grew up and you went to high school in Downers Grove, Illinois, is that right?
2: Yes, that's correct.
1: And then you went to college in Notre Dame. Just, I guess it's just down the road, isn't it?
2: yeah it was I was very lucky um to be able to live in a location that was uh- w- within driving distance uh it was definitely part of my uh, uh consideration when I chose Notre dame as my parents and my family was able to come visit uh, whenever they wanted they were able to come to every single home game they were incredible and traveled to almost every away game and I was very fortunate to be able to to have that location uh to where I was able to go down there uh with ease and uh yeah it was just such a tremendous experience to be able to go there to compete on the, on the national level each and every year to compete for a national championship, but also I wanted to challenge myself in, in the classroom, was able to graduate from the number one business school in the entire country, and I uh, just had an a, uh, unbelievable experience there.
1: So not only did you get a, uh, a football career out of Notre Dame, you got a, a business degree as well.
2: I did, yeah. I was very grateful, and that was definitely uh, one of the uh, interesting uh, things that drew me into Notre Dame. and uh very grateful to be able to do that and graduate there and also was able to uh find my fiance there and that was just it was the whole package in terms of uh what Notre Dame was able to give me and um I was just very very grateful that I had the opportunity to, to go play there for 4 years and uh just had that uh experience
1: Sounds to me like your heart is in Notre Dame.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, forever and ever.
1: Yeah, it's like a homecoming every time every time they play I'm sure you're on you must watch their games
2: yeah i do no doubt yeah it's, it's uh, always fun following those guys and uh yeah they have they have a great team every year coach kelly's done a tremendous job with that program and uh it's always fun to follow them and uh to see that, that they're doing well
1: as for notre dame i mean you had a really good career there and you were highly ranked but even highly ranked football players do not get drafted in the nfl do they i mean you must have expected to be drafted but it just didn't work out i guess
2: uh, I mean, I didn't really go into it with any expectations. I knew that the process is pretty crazy and that things don't always go the way uh, that that you expect it to be. So I didn't know where I was going to go. Um, obviously, uh, you know, again, like everyone has their, their expectations of what they hope for, and sometimes it doesn't pan out that way. But I'm just grateful for. For my journey on how it's played out, it's taken me to some incredible places. I've met some amazing people, amazing players and coaches. I've been able to travel the country playing the game that I love, being able to explore new places, and just competing against the very best. It's a very humbling experience, and to be able to do what I love against the very best is a is a very um a, a, a awesome gift for sure.
1: Yeah, I understand that. I I hear you. Uh, so, and and of course, now you're. You're well on your way into the XFL. The first season is starting in February. You've got another training camp coming up in January, which will probably be more intense and more focused, I'm sure.
2: I'm sure as well, yeah. We're definitely going to start putting putting the pads on, and we'll be able to go up against uh, different teams from what I've been told. And, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be a lot of fun definitely having all, all the teams there, very similar to what happened in the uh, AAF with San Antonio and uh yeah it's gonna be a great experience i know the guys are very excited to head down there after a nice so uh, a well-deserved break and yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun
1: all right scott thanks for coming out to the podcast today it's been uh, wonderful to hear about your story and your journey and as we know your journey is not over yet because you're going to be uh hopefully heading into the season this year and uh, the first xfl season and who knows what will happen after that
2: i appreciate that mark thank you very much for having me on Thank you.
1: I'd like to welcome Jeremiah Spicer to the podcast. So I understand today uh uh was your last day with the Wildcats. Yeah. Yeah they they put me on waivers. So Coach Moss must have uh must have given you some uh, some good words and uh and, and and encouragement for your career.
3: Yeah man is they said basically, like uh, you know, they put me on waivers, but you know, I can still come back. So, um, you okay. know,
1: yeah. So that, I'm sure that part is hard to talk about. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so you spent uh, almost two weeks at the mini camp, or over two over two weeks at the mini camp, right? Yeah. Did you find that you learned a lot from that mini camp?
3: Oh yeah, definitely. I learned a lot at that mini camp, and uh, I was definitely getting better and better. You know, I feel like. Uh, I was working to be uh, the best linebacker in the XFL, you know. Uh, I was working to uh, give the people what they wanted to see, you know. So that's how I feel.
1: So there was an opportunity by by being with the Wildcats for that time and uh, learning a lot about uh, their system and, le- and learning from the coaches there as well.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely learned a lot while I was there. You know, I was an underdog. I, I came in an underdog, so, you know, it is what it is.
1: Yeah, that's that's your story. You've always been the underdog and Yeah. And you, so you're you're gonna stick with it, obviously, and look for another opportunity because that's what you do. You just continue
3: to Yeah, move. Exactly, I ain't quitting, I ain't giving up, I ain't letting emotions get the best of me or nothing like that. I'm just gonna uh, you know, keep pushing, keep pushing my film out and uh, you know, wait for another opportunity to come, you know. Hopefully it come within these next two weeks before uh, training camp. You know, so
1: okay, so you're gonna hang in there and wait for another opportunity, and you do have some film from the XFL now as well.
3: Oh yeah, man, I, you know, yeah, I got all type of film. I got the old film, I got new film, I got you know, I got enough to uh, you know for people to look at.
1: All right, so Coach Moss was uh, uh, he, he he did he did well by coaching you? Yeah,
3: definitely. I'm forever grateful they gave me the opportunity to drafted me. You know, I ain't got nothing bad to say about Coach Moss. You know, it's just it's just the way the game goes, man. It ain't personal, it's just business. You know, they brought in a guy from the Vikings today. You know, so it is what it is. You know, and uh, I know once I get my shot and once I get my opportunity, I'm going to be the best linebacker right in the XFL. That's what I do know. So, you know, um, like I said, there ain't no hard feelings, but... You know, I'm just keep, I'm just gonna keep pushing it uh, wait for my next opportunity.
1: On top of other things, this was a case in numbers: one player in, one player out, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, I seen it. I seen they got a dude from the Vikings, so that's how that's how I seen it. You know, I, I thought that they were trying to do what's best for the for the program. You know, and they, maybe they felt like they needed running back to or whatever. You know, so they had to do what they have to do. So
1: the coaches play a numbers game, and they play a you know they're trying to make the best team they can. Right?
3: Yeah. Yep. Got to do what they got to do. You know. But, you know, I'm the best linebacker, so some people see it, some people don't, you know, so it is what it is.
1: All right. Well, thanks, Jeremiah. I appreciate taking the call, and I wish you all the best. And I can tell you that fans of the XFL and and fans of XFLboard.com, I know they will be following you and seeing what's next in your career. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I'm
3: going to have the most jersey sales in L.A., man. For real, man. Yeah, I'll be around, man. I'll be on another team, man. Somebody going to see, see my uh, my talent, see my gift, and, uh, you know, give me the opportunity. So I just got to keep training, stay ready, you know, for when the opportunity comes.
1: All right, Jeremiah, stay ready.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you.
1: Thanks again to our guests, Cole Tracy, Scott Daly, and Jeremiah Spicer. I wish you all the best in your future careers. I hope you enjoyed today's interviews. You are welcome to come back next Sunday, where we will have more guests and more XFL. Until next time, this was your host, Mark Nelson, and I hope you enjoyed XFL Extra, the XFLboard.com podcast.